Welcome back, everyone, to Shrimp on Deck. Roger Hoover now joined by the director of player development for the Miami Marlins, Dick Scott, here in Jacksonville. And uh, first of all, Dick, welcome back to the baseball grounds of Jacksonville. Have enjoyed this trip seeing the Jumbo Shrimp? I have. I love every trip I come into Jacksonville. You know, it's a, just a great stadium, and the vibe in the stadium is fantastic. And uh, I can't tell you how happy the Marlins are to be here. How would you assess this team's play to this point in the season? Well, I think it's probably uh, there's some positives and there's some there's some parts that are probably a little uh, negative as far as uh, maybe the offense goes. But, you know, sometimes that's expected just with uh, younger guys, maybe inexperienced guys, uh, maybe not to the degree that we've struggled. But, you know, for me coming in and our coaches, we're just trying to keep the guys positive and reminding them that they've got 300 more at bats or they've got a lot of season left and there's still time to fight away, uh, fight out of the hole. And uh other things, uh, the pitching's been pretty good now. They got righted after a rough start. and uh, But here's the thing from our perspective is that there's still going to be a handful of guys that play in the big leagues off this team. And, you know, people look at the record out, oh, they're no good. But uh, I can tell you from past history, and everybody else has seen it too, there's going to be people, there's going to be a number of guys that play in the big leagues off this team. And even from your first visit in April to where we are now, have you seen some improvement that you wanted to see out of some players? Well, yes. There's been improvement. I think there's some pitchers that have made some adjustments. Uh, you know, Duggar being one of them, he made a nice uh, mechanical adjustment with Bruce Walton, the pitching coach, and Chris Mahalik, our pitching coordinator, and Dane Johnson, who's been in here. And, um, you know, we've sent some guys to AAA, and they've contributed there. And so really our, our optic is those are important things for us because we can't always control how well the entire team plays, but we're looking to get guys to the big leagues. And um, I think we have some guys that are on track for that, even though the, the team record doesn't reflect it. One player that has played in the major leagues before with the Miami Marlins was Magnery Sierra, who split last year between New Orleans and Miami. Uh, this season, starting the season in Jacksonville, what were the Marlins hoping to see out of him? Well, I think he just had some things to work on. I know he had things to work on offensively, his approach. Uh, we, we sent him to AAA last year, and early in the season, uh, it was some rough going for him. He struggled. He was trying to find his way, and it's hard to, to make adjustments when you're at a level probably over uh, what you're prepared for. And we just felt like coming out of spring, we'll send him here and let him do his thing here, get on track, which he's done. He's had great at-bats. He works. Uh, I, I'm telling you, there were mornings that I would get there at 5.45 and Mags would be in the cage working with one of our hitting coaches at 5.45 a.m. That's dedication. And there's other guys in there, too. He wasn't the only one, but, you know, that's a long day. Like, that means you're getting up at 4 o'clock to get there so you're ready at 5.45. He put in a lot of time, and uh, his his approach and his batting average and the way he's swinging the bat is reflective of that. And it's got to be exciting as well when he's in the lineup right in front of a guy like Brian Miller who has a similar style skill set, a lot of speed on this Jacksonville roster. We do. We have a lot of speed. There was something we talked about coming out of spring training. Um, I think guys are still trying to figure out how to use their speed because they're relatively inexperienced. And... Uh, you know, having speed is a definite advantage, but, you know, like you can't steal first. So we still are working on the swings and the approach, and the guys are getting it. It's They'll come around, and I'm pretty confident that by the end of the season that guys will be where we want them to be. We're recording this the night that Sixo Sanchez makes his double-A debut. Uh, so we're just what can you tell us about him and how excited is the organization for him to be taking this next step to double-A? Well, we feel like we got a number of good players in the uh, Real Muto trade, and he obviously is one of them. And 
Uh, I've only seen him pitch in extended spring games because he had he had some uh, arm issues, nothing major, but enough to kind of just push him back till you know maybe a month after everybody else. But uh, the ball comes out of his hand really easy. I mean, it's like an easy 98, 99 miles per hour. He's got good stuff. He's a really good athlete. He fields his position well. Uh, he swings the bat pretty well. Uh, so, but I'm I'm as excited as everybody to see him because I haven't really seen him in a game situation. And one of the things that was talked about a lot going into last season was just making sure this organization got some more depth at the upper levels of the organization in terms of pitching. And now we're starting to see that with not only the young rotation the Marlins have in Miami, but New Orleans, Jacksonville, and Jupiter, of course. Yeah, I think it's the strength of the organization. We do have a number of arms. Uh, guys who are maybe starting pitchers here won't be starting pitchers in the big leagues. But, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to get them mound time. We're trying to get them reps. We're trying to get them innings so that whenever that time comes and whatever they do there, they're prepared for it. And we feel pretty good about guys. We have some guys, uh, you know, we have a, a bunch of horses in Jupiter that are coming off injury that have struggled early on. But uh, I think I think if we had to say uh, the pitching is, is probably, you know, where we have most of our prospects. And for you, last season, of course, with spring training, then going around different stops, seeing so many new faces, was it nice to go into spring training this year knowing a lot of the personnel that you carried over from last year and knowing uh, just what to expect a little more about this season? Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's hard going to a new organization because there's so many people that you do have to not only know who what their name is, but you need to know what they do and how they do it and what they need to work on. And uh, if you figure that, uh, you know, we have seven teams, and then we have a team in the Dominican. We probably have close to 250 players, and then we have another 40 or 60 staff members, and it's hard. Uh, and this is like the third time I've done it, and I, I don't really want to do it anymore because by the time you learn everybody, it, it's you're, you're a full year in. I mean, and knowing about them, knowing where they're from and knowing kind of what makes them tick. So it's much more comfortable this year. Spring training was a lot easier for me this year, even though it's always challenging. And we have such good staff people, including the staff here in Jacksonville, that everybody just helps out. I think, I think we're starting to make our strides forward now as an organization. Again, and the, and the Marlins have done that in the past. You know, they've won two World Series. So we're just we're reloading, and we'll we'll get there in a few years. And we've heard that a lot from the players too. Even just the fresh uniforms and just the fresh feeling that was around spring training this year certainly was a positive step for this organization. Yeah, the uniforms are great. They look great. They look great on TV. I've had a lot of people that uh, you know people that don't even know about the Marlins really. They're they're like, wow, those are sweet unis, and I love the blue that we wore in spring training. And uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that have changed for the better for the players and the staff. You know, we've really made a point. You know, Gary Denbo, who really runs player development and scouting, and uh, Derek Jeter and ownership and Mike Hill and everybody, we really have made a point to try to make this good for our players and staff because they're the ones that are in the trenches. They're the ones that are out there grinding every day, and we, we got to take care of those people. You know, it's easy for me to say I'm in here for four or five days. I move on. These guys have the long bus rides in this league. Uh, there's nights you don't get much sleep you play the next day so we're trying to do the best we can with food and uh, all the equipment they need and just any comfort things that we can help them with that's what we're trying to do you mentioned gary dimbo he's of course in charge of player development and scouting and other organizations that's not connected as much as it is with the marlins just how much last year did it help having him oversee the draft and then getting the players from that draft quickly into the minor league system yeah, I think it's important. Uh, you know, we have we have an excellent scouting department, and I'm very confident with the player development department. And I think from Gary's perspective, having a year under his belt too, like 
myself and others that I think he feels a lot more comfortable and confident that now he can go focus on the scouting leading up to the draft and that things are in, in good hands here and and that's more of a tribute to the coaches that we have at each place I'm not I'm not saying me and not only the coaches but we have people like Jeff DeGroat Hector Crespo and people that are at our complex in Jupiter that uh, do a lot of things from there a lot of things get steered in their direction and they they clean them up and uh, put them back out in the other direction so there's a lot of people that are helping out and uh, I think we're like I said we're, we're making progress and just overall when you have people look at the Marlins organization and examine these minor league players what do you want Marlins minor leaguers to be known for and ultimately major leaguers what do you want the trademarks of the Marlins player to be well we, we want guys that know how to win that's that's one of the main things and uh you know, we're trying to teach guys how to win the right way. That's that's probably the most important thing. I mean, we have a guy who's the owner of our team who, you know, has all kinds of World Series rings, but he's also probably known as one of the most professional guys in the last, you know, couple decades. The way he just went about it, it's all business, and um, that's what we're trying to do. We're also trying to make sure that regardless of the, the individual player's success here as a baseball player, that... When they leave the organization, we want them to be better prepared for their life after baseball. We, we're spending a lot of time with education. Uh, we're spending time uh, trying to make sure that these guys are in the right spot, learn the right things, act the right way, you know, be gentlemen, those type of things. So hopefully, hopefully there's things. And, you know, that what we tell them is all those things that you're learning here, in addition to the things I just described, will be things that employers are going to want to hire that's what they're looking for and so whether baseball ends I mean baseball is going to end at some point you can't play till you're 60 so those are all traits and qualities and characteristics that people are going to want to hire and uh, so try to be well-rounded try to have a plan B and so you know baseball is always first but you know we try to make sure that things are more well-rounded where we're not just stuffing baseball down their throats every day. Well, Dick, we're seeing a lot of positive things from the Marlins organization here in the minor leagues. Just uh, thank you so much for your great work and joining us on the radio. Best of luck. Yeah, I appreciate it. Like I said, love coming to Jacksonville. Ballpark's great. I got in here the other night, and you had about 6,000 people and fireworks, and uh, everyone does such a great job here. Uh, love All of our guys love coming here. Thank you, Dick. Thank you. We'll be back with more in just a moment as you listen to Shrimp on Deck on the Chumbo Shrimp Network, presented by Community First.